Well, on my way to work, um, therapist said this is going to be therapeutic to record myself, uh, get all my feelings out, to deal with the panic and anxiety. My issue is that at nighttime, when I lay down, it's like everything I need to deal with throughout the day that I push off, it just explodes out like a uh, volcano rather than dripping out like a, a faucet. Some people turn on the faucet throughout the day. I go about things very analytically. I examine what needs to get done by steps, and then I do them. And I don't care or deal with how I feel about those steps. Like, all emotion just gets pushed out of the way in a very controlling manner. And what I need to do is learn to relinquish that control. So, <coughs> therapist said that recording myself, recording my feelings, getting this stuff out, even if I'm never going to listen to it, and it's not meant for anybody else to listen to. Um, lost my train of thought. Even if no one's going to listen to it, or I'm never going to listen to it, it's still a box that's not me to put these feelings into. So, on my way to work for the seventh straight day, uh, this coronavirus is stressful. Uh, not stressful because I'm worried about getting it. Uh, I mean, if I get it, then I'll be out of work, but I'm not worried about getting it dying. I, I don't feel that it's that dire, at least not for me. Um, I'm worried about giving it to my wife if I do get it. She has, like, zero immune system. She gets sick all the time. And it's kind of hard to deal with. I love her to death. I love her more than anything in the world. And I will always be there for her. But sometimes, like, the amount of times that she gets sick can just be a big weight. Because I'm constantly taking care of her. She's constantly not feeling well. And... You know, I try to be chipper. I try to be there for her in every way possible. And, you know, I'm constantly taking care of her. And it's fine. I don't mind doing it. But just sometimes it's a lot, you know, with everything I have going on. I, you know, I always put my stuff to the side for everybody else. And I don't deal with it. Which is why I have so much panic and anxiety at night, you know, during the quiet times. When everything comes out like a, uh, like a volcano rather than drip feeding out throughout the day. You know, if I get sick with this virus and I end up giving it to her, I'm not so sure she could survive it just because of how poorly she does with every other illness. Now me, I could shrug off, you know, everything. Flu, no problem. Bronchitis, no problem. Common cold, no problem. Like, I deal with illness very well. I only get severely sick like once a year. She gets like severely ill like every other week. And it's fine. Like, I don't, I don't mind it. I, I, I'm happy to be there to, to, you know, comfort her and give her care and take care of her. But it, it, it can be stressful. It can be a lot. So I'm stressed out about that. I'm also stressed out because she's not working right now. And we've applied for unemployment for her. But I, I don't have any faith in the federal government that that's going to come through. Uh, so all the bills are on my shoulders, meaning I have to work more. Uh, like I said, this is my seventh straight day of work. I have work tomorrow, work the next day. I am supposed to be off Tuesday, but I'm debating working that day off as well. 
I've been going in early every day and staying late every day. And so I'm, I'm just getting tired. But it's something I have to do to provide for my family. It's tough. Sole income, sole provider, you know, wanting to maintain the lifestyle we had before this, the ability to do what we want when we want with our money and not have to, you know, really worry, you know, still have enough money to provide savings and pay credit cards and, you know, not really have too many cares about what we're doing with our money. But now that we're a sole income, me, it's, and I, you know, if I, I gotta work this overtime so that we don't have to worry. We don't have to penny pinch and scrounge, you know. I want to be able to stop by McDonald's on the way home and grab a cheeseburger without worrying about whether or not I'm going to have gas or be able to pay the electric bill. So that's stressful too. Oh, my therapist also wanted me to talk about changing uh, psychiatrists. Now, my psychiatrist is leaving, Dr. Hohop. I'm getting a new psychiatrist. Now, I didn't have too much... I mean, he was nice. He definitely helped me when I needed it. I went in there. I was a, a, a thousand percent worse than I am right now in terms of panic and anxiety. I, I couldn't even like sit quietly without... I was, I was in a bad place. And I went to him and he gave me you know, a medication uh, schedule and some tools, namely pills, you know, to help with the panic and anxiety. And it was a big help. And he really helped me and you know we had a few follow-up uh, video appointments and I don't feel like I really connected with him but I mean it was pretty clear that he knew what he was doing he had a plan for me to be on the you know uh, medication for a certain amount of time and then wean myself off of it you know not rely so hard on the clonopin or clonazepam uh, to deal with my panic and anxiety because he didn't want me to come dependent on it even though I don't feel like it would be an issue I, I use it a little more often than I probably should, but I'm scared to death to run out of it, that's for sure. But he's leaving, I'm not gonna have him anymore. And that makes me a little nervous and worried because I don't know what this new psychiatrist is going to do. I don't know how he's going to try to help me. Is he gonna be more medication focused, which is what I would prefer. Just let me take the pills as I need them and quit trying to dictate, you know, when I can and can't take them because I know when I need to take them. I don't take the dose that's recommended. I take half of that or a quarter of that um, because I don't want to become dependent on it. I'm terrified to become dependent on pills again, but I know when I need to take care of <clears throat> myself and, and take the Klonopin. And Dr. Ho-Hong was really against me using it. Like he would rather me never ever use it. And, um, you know, focus more on the on the therapy side of things and, and the mental side of stuff, which I, I do. I, I try to utilize the techniques that I've learned in therapy with Adriana and, and stuff like that. But when I need to take the Klonopin, I need to take it. And Dr. Ho-Hong didn't really like that. So with the new psychiatrist, I don't know. Is he going to be more medication focused and kind of let me, you know, go about it and give me refills when I need them? Or is he going to be like Dr. Ho-Hong who is more you know, mental focused and, you know, basically tell me don't ever use a lot of it. Well, then don't prescribe it to me, but I need it. You know, I don't need it, need it, but it certainly helps me get through the worst of things. And I, you know, I suffer through it. 
you know, I don't, anytime I have anxiety, I don't just go immediately to the clodopin. I, I don't just immediately, oh, I'm having a little bit of anxiety. Stop it. You know, I, I only take it when I, when I need it, when I know I need it. Um, but not knowing that I, I, I can't have it is, is scary. And now I'm losing pressure, tire pressure, the right rear tire. I'm going to get that checked. Um, yeah, just knowing that they might take it away and I won't have that safety cushion to fall back on when things are at the worst. That's scary. That gives me anxiety. That stresses me out. Uh, so yeah, I'm worried about getting a new psychiatrist. Um, but I'm grateful that Adriana's not going anywhere. Uh, she really has been a really big help. Um, I, I feel like she's a really good fit for me. She doesn't tell me what I need to do. She lets me figure that out on my own. She, I just ramble and talk and then she asks follow-up questions that let me figure out my own insights. Instead of her pointing things out like, hey, Kyle, you're doing this, you know, she asks the questions to let me come to those conclusions on my own. And I feel it's a lot more effective when I come around to, oh, I'm feeling this or, oh, I'm doing this and I should be doing this rather than her telling me. And I, you know, my perception of what therapy and, and has been for people in the past is you go in and the therapist tells you you're doing this, 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 and this wrong and you need to be doing this, this, and this. Adriana doesn't do that. And I really appreciate that because I, like most people, don't like being told what to do. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, just working a lot. Stressed out. Cindy's always sick. Lots of overtime. Got to make that money. Pay the bills. I don't really have time to myself to do a lot of what I want to do because the buyers can't go out and do anything. Can't go get a drink or go hang out with friends. You know, it's 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 hard to socialize when you're supposed to be social distancing. Uh, work is stressing me out. Like just on a complete side note, just how they are dealing with this pandemic. It's not been in a good way, but that's a story for another time. I I will vent about that on another occasion. Anyway, I think that's it for the time being. I uh, I've turned on the faucet for today, and I, I feel like I've got those emotions out as much as I can. Let's see, uh, let's see how the day goes now that I've done that. Um, so this is me putting my stresses and worries and anxieties in a box that isn't me. Uh, 